Michelle here with my co-host, Pastor, and Dad, Sean. <laughs> Look, Dad, there's no reason to cry yet because, spoiler alert, this is not actually our last episode. Nah. We're gonna be. We're gonna be going. We're all the questions we can. We're gonna be going for months to come. Yes, still. The, the people sure. delivered with several questions too many for just one episode. So it's almost like they don't want us to go anywhere. <sighs> almost, it's, almost. It's hard to say. I mean, like, how do we interpret these things? <laughs> uh, well, we interpret them as some burning questions that people need answered. So we are gonna answer those questions. Yeah, we'll get to that later. How's things going, Chico? Pretty good. Pretty good. What's you new? Uh, I'm getting a little bit more sleep. Oh, That's okay. Nice. Sleep my, is good. My baby's doing doing nice long Your stretches baby. my baby you got two yes. babies well not for very long my oldest baby mm. is about to turn two no. years she's old. she's still a baby oh my goodness she's, she's such a big girl she's a toddler <laughs> i know she toddles everywhere she does but uh, maybe our uh. listeners want to hear about the big fall Oh, or, yes. or maybe just about the foot injury. Okay, okay. So what is also kind of funny about this is Lucy now tells this story. She oh, when, she does. When she was talking to oh. her uncle this morning. She oh. was talking about it. But this is how she describes the story. Yeah. Okay. She's jumping on the bed, and she jumped off the bed. Oh, and hurt her foot. That's how she says it. That's the, Lucy's uh, edited uh, version. Uh, uh, and she said it exactly. <laughs> that. Lucy is jumping on the bed. And then Lucy jumped and off the bed. And that was the, the exact tone, too. Maybe that, a little bit more That somber. sounds like her, yeah. Lucy is jumping on the bed. <laughs> okay. Anyways. When did uh, Lucy start working for an NPR radio show? I mean, look, she's a very advanced child. Okay, though enough. she also has started referring to herself in the third person quite oh, a lot. Oh, Lucy wants this? It, yes, but part of that is my problem, because, or my fault, because I realize oh, it's your fault and your problem. I will, it's so true. Uh, I will say, like, Mommy is going to go do this, instead of just saying, I'm going to do this. Yeah. Or, like, Mommy wants you to do do this it's right like, no normal people don't talk like that that's true just say i want you to do this but ha- have you ever been accused of being normal no so then, definitely so not. we're good anyway so lucy was uh was sitting on our bed and she was being a little silly but then she she just rolled off the bed <laughs> and thankfully like she didn't hit her head or mm. anything it could have been much worse but she did fall on her foot weird and so it seems that she probably just very mildly sprained it um, so this was four-ish days ago, and yeah. she still has she, she still hobbles a, a, a little bit, a, a small limp, but <laughs> she doesn't ask to you know hold people's hands. Mama hug. Yes, Mama she was hug. she was very sad and pathetic for a little while, and for some reason she so she would ask to be carried, but again toddler grammar here. She would go yeah. up to you and she'd be like, "Carry you? <laughs> like no, carry me." But yes, I will carry you. Oh, she wanted to carry you. She's just so thoughtful that kid, no, so selfless. No, she is a little parrot and what she hears is i will carry you and so oh. she just like puts two and two together she goes up to mom and is like carry you that's true anyways okay but she the foot is on the mend the okay foot is on the mend she still occasionally is like foot hurt mm, that, yeah. that sounds more like lucy okay so uh other sub what's that that's the big fall the big fall, the big fall. other subject I, I i would like some more information on is today is joe's birthday it is the day we're recording joe's birthday happy your birthday, husband joe. happy birthday joe <laughs> we won't sing because we like you um oh man i just remembered What's we got to open the mailbag oh, yes, soon. Do. I haven't even given that any wow. thought. Wow. Zero. This is the this work is you how much put thought. in for our listeners. I know. My I was going to like put together something really splashy and flashy and well, I did nothing. Well, the good news is you have two more uh, mailbag episodes so, to do that. So it's so. no. No. See, it wouldn't be the same if it wasn't like totally on the spot okay. and off the cuff. Whatever you say. And totally hokey. So it's Joe's, but, birthday. But it's Joe's birthday today. So what do we got going on for dinner at your place tonight? Uh, not, not we, but you. Uh, but me. You. Uh, <laughs> 
We. Steaks. Not we. You We're doing ste- steaks. Oh, Haven't that. had steaks in a long time, too. Okay. So it'll have, be you, good. have you bought the steaks? I have bought What the kind steak. of cut Look, did you get? Um, what? You don't know? I knew. You bought steaks I just and don't you don't know remember. what cut? It was, it was like a middle of the road. It was like, you know, 20-ish dollars for two. Okay. So, so you I didn't go there. crazy expensive, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, Joe's I'm Joe's thinking probably day, like so. a, you probably got like a sirloin. I think I top did. Top sirloin. I think sure. I, yeah. Sounds like about right. Yep, that sounds about right. All right. So as long as you cook them all right, you'll be fine. Yes. Well, Joe got the grill out. Oh. Again, for the for the summer. The, the summer. grill. Yep. We had some nice barbecue pork chops last night. Very here, nice. Here, here's a sad uh, state of affairs. Yeah. I have no grill. That is sad. I just grill on the oven. That is no grill. Really tragic. I I see. Here's my issue: is do I want to get a small grill for the patio, or do I just want to wait and get a very yeah. large grill for the house? Exactly. So it's hard to say. I it could happen, you know, because it's nice to have a portable type grill. Well, you know what my husband would say. No. Check Kijiji. Yeah, see, your husband is obsessed with Kijiji. What what, what is Kijiji? It's like Craigslist. Yeah, it's Craigslist. I was going to say, what does it compare to? Of yeah. course, Craigslist. Of yeah, course. or or is Craigslist still a thing, or do they not have something new? I don't know. Huh. Okay. Anyways. Anyway, no, I'm not buying a grill on <laughs> Kijiji. No. Take that, Joe. I will buy a new grill. Although my grill is still running strong. Jake oh. sent me a picture the other day when we oh, moved, when we moved from our house. Okay. We gave away a bunch of our stuff, and one of the things was my grill. I mean, it was getting on there in yeah. years, but the outside was still in good shape. Nice, but it's still it's still cooking up burgers and dogs. Good. So glad to hear it. Yeah, that's about as much as uh, as much as uh, other than that, man. That was Sean's grill update. That's my grill update. <laughs> nothing uh, nothing much else new in our lives. You yeah, know? just you know, living life. You know how it be. Living life. So yeah. are we saying it's time? I don't think so. I'm not ready yet. Bubs, (laughs) look, you've had two weeks to prepare for this. I know, and I didn't even prepare. So. So it's time. It's time. Whether you're ready or not, here we come. Can I do the old one? I love that one. Uh, sure. My most I don't even remember one? what the old one Maybe was. I'll do my favorite ones. Mailbag, mailbag. Oh, mail, mailbag, mailbag. The shameless ripoff. Lovely. Well, but it is time. It is time, folks. It is time once again to open the mailbag. Yeah, that one was not my favorite. I'm just gonna say. No, see, the problem is in in our ears. You went out. You went too high. It went too low. It was too much. Too much going on. It was chaos. I can't even please you. So, what are you looking for in a mailbag opening? Look, I'm just looking for something. 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 Looking for something. Give me something. Snappy. Snappy. Flashy. Clappy. Flashy. <laughs> compelling. Well, I don't even know what I can do for you. I'm going to, I'm going to, maybe I'll give this some thought. It, it's maybe. hard to say. Wow. It, what, it, what a strong commitment for our listeners. Except for the fact that we're recording the next episode, like right after this. It's true. So I don't have a lot you, of time. You still have time for number three, because yes, we got lots oh, of questions. So, so many. We probably are going to have three mailbag episodes here. We had some questions emailed to us. We had a a bunch of questions submitted on Instagram. So thank you first to everyone who did submit questions. Yeah. And and here you go. So today, this episode is episode number 273. Wow. So it's kind of <gasps> nice. We'll do three. We'll end with an even 275. I love it. Okay, 275. Great. So there you go. Wow. Don't you love how we never plan these things out? I know. Yet they always work out so well. So the mailbag has been opened. Yes. I mean, inadequately in your opinion, <laughs> but it has been opened. Certainly. So let's, let's begin addressing all of these lovely questions. <laughs> This digital mail we receive. Yeah. All right. I'm going to dig my hand into this mailbag here. <laughs> Chagill, your hand is stuck in the mailbag. 
for our first question, and okay, like I said, we got a mix of questions via email, via Instagram. So uh, our Instagram questions, I'm gonna read the handle. So I, you know, we don't have handle. names for everybody. So for example, our first question is from Precious and Redeem. Pre- hey, that's a great handle. It is. I like it. All right. I was just gonna say she, but she? I, I think oh, it's a she. Shaquille. But I your don't biases know. are showing. He or she <laughs> asks, "What inspired you to begin the podcast?" Man, I had nothing better to do. So. <laughs> wow. No, wow. you really should take this one. I should because what inspired us to begin the podcast? I inspired she did. us. It was all her. So, as our listeners who have listened for quite some time probably know, uh, I can be an obsessive person sometimes. No. <laughs> but I will say, I have grown in this area. I was I was way more obsessive as a teenager, I think. And when I was a teenager, I got really obsessed with podcasts. I just loved podcasts so much. But please don't tell the listeners what your favorite podcast was because it was a bunch of hot garbage. Uh, nope, I said don't say it. I, I wasn't don't, going to. Don't say it. <laughs> I, I mean it. Don't say it. Anyway. It's terrible. It was, it, anyway, it was totally irrelevant anyways. Um, it, it was total garbage. <laughs> and totally it, it is irrelevant. relevant. What, what your favorite first podcast, what your favorite podcast. It's a relevant issue, but don't bring it up. <laughs> okay. Do not mention it. I will try not to. Thank you. Um. Anyways. What I noticed as I listened to many podcasts, some good, yeah. some bad, some relevant, some hot garbage, some irrelevant, <laughs> totally, um, is that there was no podcast for teenagers. What's, what? Where, where podcasts go? <laughs> In the words of my two, almost two-year-old Lucy. <laughs> yeah. uh, and as, again, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you might know, I did write a book for teenagers. And oh, it was I totally <laughs> forgot. Right you wrote a book. around this time that I started how you get thinking that in, slip that in there. about how there is no podcast for teenagers and how much I love podcasts. But look, I'm no techie whiz. Hey, so but who is? I just looked around for somebody, anybody. <laughs> and couldn't I find knew. one. Exactly. So finally I asked dad. Um, <laughs> after going through a rig- rigorous auditioning <laughs> process <laughs> going through several months of vocal coaching um <laughs> vocal coaching you were vocal coaching me uh yeah yeah i have been speaking publicly for decades but how long were you podcasting dad not very not at all anyways I and don't. then after taking several courses on how to actually run a podcast <laughs> the technology you know all of that stuff it's all a lie people finally we started the podcast <laughs> we just winged it we won it we, we won it and and okay so dad was i'm just gonna say he was my first choice dad you yeah. were my first choice for a co-host <sighs> because <a> okay <laughs> look not only were there no podcasts for teenagers yeah there were no podcasts with a parent and mm-hmm. a young person offering their perspective. And so we were like, hey, why don't we make a podcast for youth about the gospel? But what a great tagline with a parent there to also provide perspective. And then our audience would be both for teens and they could listen with their parents and hopefully spark some good conversations, be a tool for discipleship and also just just be a fun resource we could create for Christian teens. And five and a half years later. Here we are recording episode 273. And there we go. That's the inspiration. (sighs) All right. So the next question comes from a miss, Mrs. or Ms. A Ms. We don't know. But we know (laughs) her name is, as she knows, we know she's a female. Exactly. Look, we should have just rejoiced in that. It's Emma Moore. Yes. Emma Moore asks one of my favorite (laughs) questions that was uh, submitted. She says, what has been your favorite inside joke of the podcast? Oh, my soul. Where do you begin? Yes. So many inside jokes. jokes. I mean, I know mine. Yes. 
But what's, what's Well, yours? I would like to review a couple and then oh, I'll tell couple. you mine. Okay. Uh, yes. So if, you know, <laughs> the, the loyal listeners will know. Are we going to let people in on the well, I just thought jokes? I'd mention some of them. Ooh. And people who've been listening for a while are going to be like, oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, the Halo top. Oh, the, ha- oh, the I, Halo I, top. I totally pushed that out of my... I pushed it way to the back, dark corners of my brain because I wanted to forget about it. I mean, the Halo top joke was around for years. It was horrible. <laughs> uh, but really, how inside of a joke was it? That well, was just a joke. It wasn't an inside joke. I mean... And it wasn't even a joke. It was a serious commentary on hot garbage ice cream. It, it shouldn't even be called ice cream. Oh, Halo Top. It, it was it an was ice cream substitute. I just saw Halo Top it's at like, grocery I can't believe this is not ice cream. And I was like, you know what? I should really buy myself a pint of that again. No. Just just go back no, to the No, you should actually days. buy real ice cream. <laughs> so Anyways. That was, that was an ongoing joke. Then, yeah. speaking of gender, I mean, all of our speaking early... Of gender, <laughs> oh, this going? Things are going to get serious oh, getting... here. Uh, if you go back to our, like, early... Early reviews, whether oh, our, all yeah. of our reviewers were males or yes. females, yes. and you mentioned it in every single review. And it, anyways, I'm explaining the inside joke. That, that, was, that was another fun, that joke. Uh, fun joke. After I went to Norway, there was Pastor Papa for a oh, while. Oh yes, Pastor pa- Pastor Pas- Papa, Pastor Papa, Pastor Pastor and Pasta. Um, as we mentioned before, there was Steve. Steve, Steve, Steve just, is just the inside, inside joke. joke. Like that's just the joke itself. The person we mention all the time that none of our listeners S- know. So so Steve is this guy. Hi, Steve. I know and, you're listening. I mean, is there anything more to say? He's just this guy. <laughs> just this guy. No, we love Steve. Hey, it's also Steve's he, birthday today. He abandoned us Happy birthday, Steve. in our time of need, but we still love him. But yes. uh, no, Steve was a, a, one of my fellow elders. He's a good friend of ours, and uh, he always gives us great uh, encouraging input on the on the podcast. He's, he's still, man, he has been a loyal listener yeah. if there ever, ever was one. It's true. Which blows me away because like that guy doesn't just give his time to anybody it's and true. anything, but he gave his has given his time faithfully to this podcast. And I know. so and he is not a teenager. We we just like to actually joke about how we mentioned Steve on this podcast a lot. Which yeah. when he was at the church that made a little more sense. Now how exactly. he ever got worked in since then, I don't know. I know. But Steve is just Steve. the running joke. But I think my favorite inside joke is something that it's not even that old. Oh it's that you're just here for the laughs. Yes. Where did that even come so from? I was trying to find, I'm pretty sure it came from a review that somebody just like casually like mentioned my like theological insights and mentioned how hilarious how you were. Yes. And so from there you took it as you're, you're just here for the laughs. Okay. Yeah. So. That, you know what? Oh, geez. I, I mean, I, I still have my favorite, but that one, that one, that I was a that good one. one. That's a very close second. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very close second. So, there, there's no question, in my opinion, the funniest inside joke is the lost episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you wonder, like, what is the lost episode? Well, you're going to have to listen to the next episode, I think. Uh, we don't, we're not getting to that today, are we? On this episode, are we? It's on the list. We are. But we oh. can push it to next week. We okay. can just talk about well, it. Well, yeah. I mean, let's just do it together. Like, okay. let's just do those. Because cool some. Uh, why don't you ask the question? Yeah, I mean. And then I'll get back to this. Dow Isabella just asks, what Who? happened to How? the last da- episode? Dow? Da- Look, it's the, what's the Instagram Dow handle. Isabella? I'm assuming her name is Isabella Dow. Dow? Dow. D-A-O. Anyways, I assume her name is Isabella. Okay. She was asked what happened for the last episode. Yeah. Well, it got removed. See, people, well, we removed it. Yes. So way back in the early days. You can tell your version and then I'll tell mine. You know, I was actually going to listen to it just for kicks. Yeah. Before we addressed it on the pod, just to remind myself, because that was five and a half years ago. It was very shortly after we started the podcast. Was it episode nine? 
or episode it was, eight. It was yeah, it was eight or nine. 10, so. It was eight or nine, and and we did this episode on discernment that I stand behind one hundred percent. But you know, it could be argued that our uh, our tone. Oh, the tone police Bob's reported us. Bob's. The tone police, and it could it could be argued that our tone was less than gracious. Because you should mention wh- what specifically we focused on. <laughs> we, with focused, this we focused on discernment. It was an episode on discernment. And let me say that Jaquel and I are passionate about the uh, issue of discernment. It was even mentioned in the sermon on Sunday. Did you hear that? Or were you out tending to your baby child? When, when uh, we, had a, we had a guest speaker on Sunday because I, I took last week off. And he talked about how when you go into a Christian bookstore, you need to exercise discernment, mm-hmm. yes. just like anywhere you go. And he was talking about the fact, this is somebody else was talking about the yes. fact that, uh, you know, just because something professes to be Christian doesn't mean it is. And so we talked a fair bit about uh, Christian bookstores. And as, if you put the timing together, that was very close to when Jaquel, um published her book. Mm-hmm. And so we got some very, very... Angry. upset and I was gonna say angry very angry people uh mostly people who own bookstores and they weren't happy about our episode and so we decided in the interest of anything we were not caving on what we what we believed but but we decided that the tone and the way we went about it was less less gracious than it could have been mm-hmm. and so we decided to remove it so all of that is to say um I loved to keep bringing up that episode throughout the years. So so when we celebrated 100 episodes, I'd, and I don't remember if it was 100, but yeah. 100, I'd say something like, oh, you mean 101. And Jaquel always knew what I mean meant because of that episode, because it was really hard. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, we joked a lot about that episode, but it was really hard because we, we do still stand by what we said. Yeah. Um, you know, the whole idea of, of discernment and exercising discernment, no matter where you are, like you should exercise discernment when you're listening to a sermon in your own church. Yeah. So, so, I mean, we really strongly believe in that but we did decide to pull it down because we thought it was a a, a good idea yes yes <laughs> that, that was that was a very good recounting I think I did of the pretty history good. dad yeah I have I have stronger feelings than I shared uh right now about yes, it but it's true and that, anyway that was so I've never found it all that funny uh as listeners right. probably picked up and I find it hilarious well and partly because I in general have received very positive reception yes. to my book this changes everything uh but how the Gospel Transforms a Teen Years. Oh. Buy it on Amazon, CBD, <laughs> Published uh, by Noble. Crossway Publishers. Um, but after we released this episode, that that was like pretty much the only uh, negative, you know, very, very critical, so, you know, some hurtful things were it, said to it, us. It was very negative. Like people were very, very, very angry. Like yes. I, and I mean, the reason that I find it funny is that none of that stuff bothers me. Yeah. It, at first it does. Like when it happens, I get yeah. quite, quite, you know, uh, I mean, uh, upset about it, but afterwards I just look back and laugh on it, laugh at it. It was but, crazy. So, anyway, it, it, it was tough for you, and of course Diana didn't like it because Diana hates confrontation. I don't like confrontation, but I will deal with confrontation when it comes. Anyways, anyway, there we go. Now we've so, addressed it. Let's move on to Emma's second uh, question. But come on, that was a funny inside joke. I loved bugging you about that. Yeah, I am going to miss bugging you about that so much. Well, guess what, Dad? You can just do it off air. 
Thank you. I, I don't think it'll work the same, but anyway. No, it next won't. question. That's why you can keep doing it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Emma also asks, what has been uh, your favorite topic you've covered? I didn't even think about this. Wow, Dad. I'm so glad you put I'm, so much preparation into this. I'm going to go first. Go for it. My One of my favorite topics is discernment. Yeah. And, and, and that is woven through so many different episodes. Mm. Like if somebody said, you know, do you have an episode on discernment? I would refer them to the lost episode. For, no, I wouldn't. Um, I, you know, <laughs> it, it would be hard to refer them to a specific episode because that was like woven yeah. all throughout all of our episodes. We wanted to encourage young people to exercise and engage their minds in everything. Like we wanted young people to learn how to love God with all of their minds. Yeah. And uh, and so that was that was one of my favorite subjects. True. Though that said, I would probably just refer them to the discernment episode. Oh, we have just a discernment. We do. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Jeez, you just ruined my great commentary on all of our episodes. Thanks so much. No, no. Okay, so the topic I'm going to pick is very similar, but we do have some specific episodes on this, and that is figuring out God's will for your life and making decisions because that was something that as a young person when I was a teenager especially it was a it was a huge area of just like stress and confusion and really understanding what the Bible says about this was incredibly clarifying and freeing and peace-giving and it's something that we've gotten you know good feedback on that topic especially from other young people that it has helped and so I've just really enjoyed talking about it and seeing it you know actually serve and reach people yeah that's a good one I, I was thinking also of our our, our episodes on sovereignty mm-hmm. we, we did a couple of ep- episodes on God's sovereignty where we uh, uh, we used a a really difficult uh event that mm-hmm. had happened uh, two, two times we did that yeah. um one here local and one uh, local in Canada and one not and and we addressed these issues where great evils yeah. were committed and and we looked at them from a biblical perspective so I enjoyed that like if you think about our podcast I and you tell me if you if if I'm missing something here, but there's I would say there's kind of three categories. We kind of did like theology proper, where we and and not theology proper, like theology proper is is a genuine or usually referred to as the doctrine of God. But when I say theology proper, I mean like we did top topics on theology issues, mm-hmm. um, and then we also did uh, topics that were more to do with Christian living, mm-hmm. and then we also did like historical character type sketches do you think i'm missing a category well of course we had our bible book series too oh i totally forgot our bible book series yeah so i mean we covered a lot dad i I was gonna say like my the the theology episodes were some of my favorite Mm -hmm. just just because like i mean our, our contention was that there was no nobody out there talking to young people specifically on in the podcast world about yeah. theology issues yeah. but the bible book issues were really good too but i really enjoyed the issues uh, where we got into specific theology topics and and really tried to apply that to christian living for young people yeah i did too but i also really liked some of the you know very specific to young people yeah uh episodes that we did like the episode we did on um on driving getting oh, your driver's yeah. license episode we did on getting your first job um some of those episodes I, they were really fun to talk through and just, you know, were super practical. Yeah. And they're things that sometimes you don't hear people talk yeah, about. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That, those were good too. So, I mean, we had, I mean, like we could sit here and reminisce about all the different episodes. We, we, we I don't remember doing an, well, I'm trying to think, was it, <laughs> was there an episode we didn't like? Like, was there a topic that was difficult that we didn't want? I mean, even like, I, I think about probably one of the most controversial, like what well, we, didn't we do a controversial subject series? Uh, Yeah, yeah, we did. So some of those were tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, dating, you know, that's a real, real tough Sticky. one to address. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, even still, even the tough subjects, like I don't think we ever didn't have a good time yeah. recording. Agreed. So, yeah. 
Okay, next question comes from Emily Am 04. Emily, Emily Am 04. So there's three other Emily Ams, I assume? I would presume so. Okay. Advice on being a good witness in a home with unbelieving siblings. Yeah, so so I, I have one thing in particular. And I'm remember, I'm a pastor. A pastor? Are did, you? Did you know that? I know you're You may have written a book, but I am a pastor. <laughs> I know. You're my pastor. Yes. I say so every week. Yes. Um, and so the, the one thing that I would say, the one thing that I tried hard to do, didn't always do it, but I tried hard to be the same person when I was out mm. and when I was at home. So, I mean, if you're focusing on being a witness in all of life, then you should be all right. Yeah. Um, so so that's, that's just one thing. Like, that's not the only thing, but that's kind of the first thing I would say. Make sure you're the same person when you're out and when you're home. You know, don't, Integrity. don't, don't take off your Christian clothes mm-hmm. when you come home from church, that kind of thing. Yeah, well, especially for unbelievers, like, their hypocrisy radar is up. Yeah. So that that that's that, that's kind of the, one of the things I'd say. What else would you say? Yeah, one thing I would say is just make sure that you are, you know, just pouring into that relationship. Yeah. Um, that it can be tempting to, you know, always want to try to yes. bring the gospel or bring Jesus into yeah. every conversation or interaction just because, you know, you love the sibling so much and you you want them to know the truth. Um, but that can at some point push them away. And if you're you're living in the same home with them. Just continue to love them well, you know, prioritize that relationship, Mm -hmm. let your life and care for them, your love for your neighbor, be a witness to them. Of course, if opportunities come up, like, yeah, have conversations with them about the gospel, Mm -hmm. Um, but just continue to, to love them and show your love for them tangibly. Yeah. Something else I would say is don't compromise. Uh, for the sake of witness. Yes. So some people might say, well, you know, my brother, they, he wanted to watch this movie and I knew it was an inappropriate movie, but I, I didn't want to be that stickler. I didn't want to be, you know, no, no. I mean, your unbelieving uh, family member needs to know that you have a commitment to pursue holiness mm. and there's certain things you will and will not do. The other thing is, you, you know, like, don't be ashamed. You know, if you're sitting down to a meal, don't be ashamed to pray. But, you know, also maybe don't pray some like 30 minute uh, super <laughs> theological prayer. But, yeah. uh, you know, just just, uh, you know, like I say, if you're focused on being a Christian witness in all of life then just focus on doing the same at home. Yeah, and one last thing I would mention, talk to your parents about this, sure. okay? I, I mean, I'm assuming that your parents are believers, um, and and if so, get their input on this as well, because of course, yeah. they're seeking to live uh, a life as a witness to their unbelieving child. So, so you know, they know you and your sibling the best, so talk to them about this too. Yeah, and also get their feedback back on how they think you're doing with that, yeah. and, and if there's other ways, better ways you can do it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. good. Okay, the next question comes from Juliet Artman Author. Um, so I guess Artman is her middle name. She's got <laughs> the last name Author. It seems Juliet like a, a, a lot of um, uh, emails we get, uh, people's last names are Author. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm not sure how that happens. A lot, of, a lot of those exist out there. <laughs> All right. Juliet Artman Author says, how can you approach communion in a meaningful way and not just as routine? Which is an mm. excellent question yep. because you, as you may remember, we've talked on this podcast about how at our church we used to do communion once per month. Mm-hmm. And then we realized, what? what? And now we do communion every week, and uh, and that was one of the that was one of the arguments against a weekly communion. Well, it will just become routine. Mm-hmm. So, Jacob, what do you think? Okay, so I I have been. I guess let me just back up a little bit. Oh, back it up. Beep beep <laughs> beep. So I was very excited when we switched to communion once a week. Once I really started understanding 
what communion is. And I think so often when you grow up in church, you just like Mm. see it happening and you miss one very important part of it. And that is that communion, Lord's table, Lord's supper is a gift to God's people. Mm. And it's a, it's a gift to the church. It's a get to, not a have to. Yes. And like, (laughs) it is a, you know, a tangible gift of God's grace in your life. I mean, I will just say like on Sunday, I had a fussy baby Mm. and I knew I needed to take her out (laughs) and we were halfway through communion and I did not want to miss the end of communion. So Mm. I like did my best to calm her down and after communion was done, I took her out. Uh, And that is because, yeah, communion is, is something that is a privilege. And so in terms of approaching it in a meaningful way, I will just throw that out first as thinking about like the perspective of what communion is. It isn't just something you you do. It's something that's given to you, uh, a gift of God's grace in your life. And so for me, like once I started thinking about it like that, it was like I was so thankful to get to do it every week that I, I get that gift of grace every week. Yeah. So so I'll just kind of piggyback on that. And, and that's uh, uh, like Jaquel mentioned that it's uh, it's a, a gracious gift of God. And so here in, you know, Jaquel and I are both Reformed Baptists. We live in the Reformed world and we refer to communion as a means of grace. What that means is that God is actually communicating his grace to you in the act. So not just that he's given you communion like that. That's gracious. Mm. It, it's gracious that he's given you communion. But we actually believe that when we partake of the Lord's Supper, God communicates his grace to us. Like, And by communicate, I, I mean like he actually pours his grace out on us mm-hmm. as we partake of the meal. Uh, you know, we believe in what is referred to as the spiritual presence. And so we believe that the presence of Christ is present with us uh, by his spirit as we partake of the elements. And we actually receive grace from him through that. Mm-hmm. And so, so, I mean, like... How, how could that ever become routine unless you unless you take your eyes off of that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then the only other thing I would say, and this kind of also uh, piggybacks off what Jacqueline said, is, is that if you think about what the table is saying, mm-hmm. you know, it's pointing to the body of Christ, the, the blood of Jesus that was shed for us. Uh, this is something I mean, like, imagine if we could celebrate communion every day. You know, would that be too much? It wouldn't be too much. Now, it it would be too much because the Lord has given it to us for the Lord's Day. And so he's given it to us for once a week. This is what we believe. It's entirely fine. We don't believe that your church is in sin if you're only having communion once per month. Now, if you're only having it twice a year. You're missing out. I mean, I'm not going to say that's sinful, but. Any, anyway, the the point is, is that if you focus on what those uh, items represent, you know, how can that become routine? Mm-hmm. So so the only way it com- becomes routine, in my opinion, is if you disengage your mind. Right. And so as long as your mind and your heart are always engaged in the act, then then you'll be good. Yeah, definitely. And and something that our church does is we have a weekly corporate prayer of confession right. before communion every week. But, you know, we're also encouraged to do this this privately in our own lives to reflect uh on on the past week and confess our sin before god and that's another practice that can help just like connect your heart and mind to communion by preparing for communion through a time of confession and prayer and you know this doesn't need to be like a two hour long thing but just thinking on it in advance is a way just a tangible practical way to engage your mind in the act yeah you know just one other thing uh, i'll say and and that's that i think you know, when Juliet Artman author says, not just as routine, you know, she's she's thinking of routine as, you know, like 
you're, you're disengaged and it's not right. meaningful. Right. But hey, let me just say this. Routine is good. Mm. I, I mean, God has worked routine into our lives intentionally. Yeah. You know, we have one day in every seven where we, where, we, where we rest and we gather together with the people of God to worship. That's routine and routine is not bad. Mm. So, I mean, like, uh, yeah. No, that's all I'm going to say about there that. Routine is good. And uh, so hopefully that that uh, what we've had to say so far is helpful. Hopefully. Now, I, I just want to I want to address one other question before we get on to the next. I, okay. I want to go back to Daul Sabella's <laughs> uh, question about the lost episode. And I just want to say the episode is not lost. I know exactly <laughs> where it is. All right, Jaquel, next all question. Right. So we have a few questions here uh, from Ruthie Nangura. Ruthie underscore Nangura, Jaquel. Don't miss <laughs> yes. that underscore. That could be her middle name, and underscore. I actually, I think I saved one of them for a future episode, but we're, we're going to oh. address a couple of them here. Uh, yeah, Ruthie had a, a handful of good questions. Ruthie. Yeah. I like that name, Ruthie. I wonder if that's a nickname or if she's given that name at birth. I'm Ruthie. not sure. Either way, I like it. Uh, so Ruthie's first question is, how do I start a ministry when I'm not financially financially independent and young say what um say what this what? is a question that <laughs> it, it would it would be helpful to know you ruthie and yeah. helpful to have some more context what exactly. kind of ministry you want to start yeah why um, you want to start a ministry but i will just say if you are young and not financially independent and you want to be involved in ministry i would pursue uh, trying to serve and be involved in a pre-existing ministry. Uh, in particular, if possible, in your local church. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. But if you're looking to start, like, you know, a ministry to homeless people or, um, you know, like yeah. uh, unwed mothers or something like that, those ministry, many ministries, I don't know, in your area, but often do exist. Um, and so I would start by just seeing if you can get to, get plugged into one that, that does exist. And if you're trying to, you know, you want to create a ministry that does not exist, right. I would still recommend yeah. getting plugged into a ministry that, that does exist so that you can kind of learn, so that you can be involved in, in serving first before leading, and then, uh, and then you know, see as the Lord provides opportunities for you to, to move forward in the years to come. Yeah, but primarily start with your local church. Talk to your pastor. Mm. Uh, you know, the... The, the most successful ministry, in my opinion, is the ministry that it comes out of the local church. Now, that said, you know, your church might not have a ministry to, uh, you know, say you're interested in, in uh, serving the homeless or, uh, you know, you want to speak out against abortion or, or you know, a, a pregnancy care centers. You know, it may not have that, but you want to start with your local church mm. because, you know, they may have a ministry to recommend you to um, or your pastor might look and go, wow. That's a great idea. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Let's talk about how we can make that happen. True. So, so yeah, start with your local church and uh, and get some ideas there. And uh, and and as well as as Jaquel said, you know, uh, I mean, we we don't know your your situation, so we don't know exactly what you mean by starting a ministry. But uh, we do uh, assume that you know you have a desire to uh, reach and serve people for the glory of God. And so uh, again, our advice stands: talk to your pastor, start at your church. Yep. Okay, Ruthie also asks. I'm guessing Ruthie is a is a busy a busy gal. She she's she's a. I'm thinking she's a visionary. She, she's, she's got big goals. Is. I like it. I I like what she's thinking. Yeah. Okay. So Ruthie asks a couple questions that I'm kind of just going to group together here. So so she asks, how do I make time for the Lord when there's so much going on in our life, uh, and and how do you make time for Jesus when you're a, a student specifically? How do you how do you balance it all? Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask some questions of Jaquel. Okay, um, well I'm not Ruthie, so, so I'll do my best here. So 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 first of all, does it seem like 
making time for God or for Jesus is a category? Like in or, 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 mind yeah, or in yeah, life? Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or do you think like she's got specific things in mind? Is she saying, you know, how do I make time for reading the Bible? Because, I mean, like, it's like this isn't a category in the life of a Christian. And I'm not saying this is what she's asking. Mm. I'm just saying that sometimes the way we ask things might help us uh, or might point to some some way that we're not looking at the situation the way we Mm -hmm. ought to. And so the first thing I would respond is that I would say, you know, God— Jesus is not a category. He's not a category. He is life. You know, you know, Paul says this life I now live, uh, you know, in the flesh. I live by faith in the Son of God in Christ who lives in me, who is in me. Right. I didn't get that all exactly right. But you you got what I was getting at there. The the point is, is that Christ is living in him. And Mm -hmm. so this new life is literally Christ's life. Right. And so, so, I mean, like, just see and, and as well, like this young lady. What was her name? She wrote a book some time ago. I forget. Like it was a minute ago. But anyway, the the, the point of Jaquel's book is is strictly that that the gospel changes everything. So how you live and everything like that. Now, now back to that original question. If you're having a hard time making time for the disciplines in life, mm-hmm. you know, reading your Bible, Which praying, is that's what a different I'm question. Guessing she is, is that, probably asking. Okay, well take it girl uh well i mean i still think the answer stems from what you just said like if if god is life if if you know the spirit is living within you your life as a christian is your greatest priority in life and i know look i was a busy young student i know how busy. busy life can get and it can be easy to just get consumed with distractions around you or to feel like you know a school project or or this opportunity or this opportunity is the most important thing you need to be working on there's like a deadline for it um that is not true at the end of the day the most important thing in your life is your relationship with the lord jesus um and the disciplines, I mean, yes, we call them disciplines because they they require work and mm-hmm. self-control. But these disciplines are things that we do out of a desire to grow in our mm-hmm. relationship yeah. with Christ. We don't just do them because we have to because we're checking an item off a, off a to-do list. Uh, but because we truly want to grow as believers and we want we want to see sanctification in our lives and we, we want to draw closer to the Lord. So... I mean, you really just think, how do you make time in your life for the relationship with the creator of the universe, the the person who made you and loves you and cares for you, um, the person who is, you know, directing your path? Uh, The question is, how do you not? Exactly. Like, it's a perspective shift, like like the communion question, similarly. Absolutely. Um, Like, you have to really engage your mind in this. But when you do, you will see that that this is the greatest priority in your life and you will have to, you'll have to work for it. You will probably have to, you know, adjust your schedule. You may have to get up a little earlier. You may have to stay up a little later. You may, Mm -hmm. you know, all these things. We can give you practical, specific tips. Um, But it starts with a mindset shift. This is my greatest priority. Yeah. And the goal, you know, like Jaquel said there, the goal is delight. Like we ought to delight in those things. We don't always delight in them, but because we know they are good for us, because we know they will lead to us becoming more like Jesus, we do them. Mm -hmm. So, so I mean, like that's what discipline is, is when you don't really feel like doing it, you know, it's the right thing to do. You know, it's the best thing for you. You know, it's what glorifies God and you do it. So, so, so yeah, just, just, just aim for delight. And, and when the delight isn't there, focus on the discipline. Mm. And, and you know, sometimes it's a mix of both. So yep, anyway, true. hopefully hopefully that's helpful. Give you some things to think about. We got to wrap this up pretty quick. Jaquel, what's the next question? We do. Okay, this is the last question. Uh, also is from it? Ruthie. 
Oh, did you already ask? Okay, you did. Sorry, carry on. Yeah. How do I have deep relationships with people? You you see what I'm saying? Like, Ruthie is thinking good thoughts. (laughs) She is. Like, she is asking. Like, these are deep questions. These could each be entire episodes on Mm. their own, for sure. Um, But uh, what do you think, Jacob? Well, yeah. So, I will will do a throwback. We did a brief series on relationships when you and I went to Michigan. um, And and we just talked about, like, what is God's God's plan for relationships? And again, not romantic relationships just relationships with believers with unbelievers um and and we talked about kind of like how the foundation of of deep relationships is often service mm-hmm. um and we just yeah we just talked about like love for neighbor and stuff so i just plug 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 there yeah but um yeah i don't know do you have well specific I, I mean pastor dad over here pastor I, dad. I, I mean I, I refer to your previous question when it concerns this question, because somebody once came and asked Jesus what the most important what the most important commandment was, and he said, "Love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul, and mind and strength." And then, you know, that that refers to Ruthie's previous question. Mm. Uh, you know, seeing that all of life is is engaged in in love for God, and then and then and then he says, that "There's a second one. It's like it, and it says, love your neighbor as yourself.' Right? So, and again, this was something we heard in, on Sunday. We heard, heard a great sermon preached on Sunday, um, and uh, and the the preacher was talking about. How how, how love for neighbor um, disconnected from love for God is not good. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's idolatry, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you focus on your love for God and, and, and you, you know, you really work on seeing your relationship with God as central and, and really it identifies who you are, then the next, the next logical step will be to love your neighbor. Mm-hmm. And, and it's that pouring into who God is and his character that I think will result in better relationships with people. Yeah. So I mean, there's so much more that could be said about that, but I think that yep, that that'll do for now. Um, do. So Jaquel, if people want to reach out to us for last time, you know, they could possibly still ask questions, and we might address them. Potentially, we can we keep this going. We can in. keep this going. You never know. Look, this is not going to be a Q and A podcast. Be, it could be. There will be no ask Pastor um, Sean. But if or if people, you know, we are going to have one last we review your review. Yes, it's true. So they you still, still have time, have to, drop time review. to review us. And where do they do that? Well, they can leave us. An where do they send their love to us? Five star rating and review. They can post on Apple iTunes. Uh, they can also leave us a rating on Spotify. Pretty sure you can't do reviews there, but you can leave us a rating. Yeah. We appreciate yeah, you can it. Rate, yeah. Or on any podcast catcher that you use. You can always yeah, yeah. just leave us a five-star rating. We, we may never see it, it, but you never know. <laughs> but we, other we people it. may, yeah. okay? Yeah, if uh, you want this content to get out to other people, that will help. Exactly. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, ageofminority.com, and you can also email us at Jaquel or Sean at ageofminority.com. All right, Jaquel, until the next mailbag this episode. Is, oh, hey, slow down. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Whoa, I wasn't hey, ready. Oh, okay. Hey. All right, right. Let's try this again. All right, I'm ready. Until the next mailbag episode, which will be next week and not the week after, but next week. So watch for an episode next week. Awkward pause. <laughs> this has been Age of Minority. <laughs>